Welcome to Radio Plasma, a place dedicated to the exchange of ideas and conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega, and today I want to welcome Naomi Robles, and we're going to talk about an event that is happening in just literally a few hours. Naomi, thank you for being here and welcome. Thank you, Johan, for having me. So let's get into the details about this event that is going to be uh, important, meaningful call for awareness about the situation happening currently in Puerto Rico after the news of a report that gave a number on the death toll of the victims of Hurricane Maria that put a really awful reality of what happened and what has been happening on the island way before Hurricane Maria happened. So 4,000 now, the update says that is actually more than 5,000 casualties in Puerto Rico. Many of them actually elderly people. This is something that we need to address and keep talking from many different angles and aspects. So what you're proposing on this vigil and this activity is a way that you felt compelled to do. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So really what it comes down to is that I wanted to embrace the families that are displaced here in a different way and also give them a space with community surrounding them that said, we know um, that you went through a lot. We know that um, you're in the hurting and in the process of healing. And how can we better support that? Um, I think it's important to note that those of us who aren't part of the government <laughs> were not surprised about the numbers that have come out. Um, we knew that that 64 number was shady and not representative at all of all the deaths that had happened and that continue to happen as a result of the lack of help from the government that should be happening in Puerto Rico. And so the idea for tomorrow is that we're going to come together as a community along with the displaced families that can attend to show that we are here for them, that we want to demand accountability, um, both locally, state level, federally, and also show solidarity with the people on the island that are still fighting the good fight, that are still trying to demand accountability out there on the island as well. So this event that is being organized under 413 Boricuas, it's an initiative that it started as a reaction of these numbers and actually wanted to get more activity into the social organizing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Myself and a few other members of the, of our community, both here in Holyoke and in Springfield, were feeling isolated and as though things weren't really happening in a way that we wanted to see things to happen. Um, so, of course, you know, folks are um, were at the parade over the weekend and, and showed solidarity in that form. And folks have been going to Washington and demanding um, change in that way. And we wanted to do something a little bit different here that felt right for, for us and from what we're hearing from the families. And so I think that that's what this is about. Yeah. 
So what is the plan for tomorrow for this vigil? Right. So tomorrow we're going to be meeting at four o'clock at Veterans Park here in Holyoke. Um, we're going to be leaving shoe prints um, with we're going to be making those with chalk. We're going to have some cutouts for people to participate. It's a way to commemorate all those lives that have been lost. Just like a cathartic way for people to release what they're going through, and what they're feeling, I believe, Um so we're going to be doing that for a few hours at Veterans Park. We're welcoming people to leave shoes behind as well, if that's something that they feel passionate that they need to do. And so we're going to then walk and make a path down to City Hall and be around at City Hall by 630. And then there we'll host um, a moment of silence and a vigil where people can, again, just come together. People are welcome to join in during the four to seven window whenever they can for as long as they can. And yeah, we're just looking to get together and, and spark the conversation in a different way that isn't being had yet. It looks, on your description, in a way emulating the actions that took place back in Puerto Rico where people left shoes in front of El Capitolio to make that presence visible of those 4,000, now 5,000 victims of neglect of the local government on keeping the structure of resources and a way to hold them accountable as well. Oh yeah, most definitely. This is this is um, not an idea that is um, an idea of ours. We a lot, all of us, you know, we saw that 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 was happening in El Capitolio, and um, we thought, wow, how do we show solidarity? How do we show the people on the island? Look, here in Holyoke, the city with the most Puerto Ricans per capita in the U.S., we hear you, we hear what you're doing, we see it. Um, so, how do we show solidarity with that? As we show solidarity with all of these other communities, um, whenever there's a big tragedy that occurs, you know. Um, and I thought, and along with um, the other folks that are organizing with me is this is the way to do it. And we wanted to be conscious of the fact that we wanted to be in inclusive of everyone so people um, feel welcome to be a part of this, but also understanding that this is not about anyone else other than those directly affected by this. And so in solidarity with Puerto Rico, that's why we want to do the shoe prints. There are other vigils that have been held in other places, like in New York, they had one. Um, actually, right after the parade, there was one that was organized. Um, so there are other places that are um, doing shoe um, showing solidarity with the people on the island and that have been displaced and find themselves on the mainland now, yeah. As for representing the folks who have been affected directly by all this displacement, we have many families, Puerto Rican families here in Holyoke and in general in the Pioneer Valley that are still suffering. Many of them have had a lot of support, but just to go by until today, until this months after Hurricane Maria. But there's still a lot of suffering, there's still a lot of struggle, there's still a lot of pain, wounds that need to be healed, trauma that needs to be taken care of as well. So how the families that are currently in our local environment are being involved? Yeah, so we have one family in particular who was this one woman who's done an amazing job of um, keeping the families connected to one another. Um, she created um, a thread on a WhatsApp. They all talk to each other there. They check in on each other. It's really beautiful. And she was also, because she 
had a suite available to her was um, making extra food and providing like warm food for for families, which was beautiful as well. She's someone that we've been um, talking with and getting feedback from in terms of the event. And so we really wanted to take into consideration, although I am Puerto Rican myself, I was born in Puerto Rico, I wanted to be, you know, self-aware that I was not on the island when this happened, and I have not been on the island for quite some time now. And so that it should be those who have been there, who went through this, who are at the forefront of this event, and who we give all of our support to. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com, and through our social media channels, Twitter, Radio Plasma Lab, and Facebook.com slash Radio Plasma. By doing this visual, especially when it, it's happening in so short notice, what are the expectations beyond a good turnout for this event? Um, I think that, yes, very short notice. It was really an impulsive need for us to do something. I think that this is like the first step in a long process of healing. I think that right now, a lot of people are in a state of raw emotion, are really feeling deeply what is happening. And I think this is a good point to get people's attention, to grab people's attention. Um, that number, everyone is seeing it, everyone is posting about the 4645, um, you know, that really captured people's attention. And so we want to keep the conversation going. I don't want the conversation to end. I don't want the moment to go by us and we didn't grab it and make something out of it. And so the idea behind this is if t tomorrow comes and there's only five of us, five of us is great. That's beautiful. If it was two of us, that's great. Somebody, it's a space for whoever needs it. A dream of mine would be to have, um, to c connect with the Springfield community and maybe replicate it there at a later date, do something similar out there in a space that the Springfield community can come together and heal because they've received a lot of families as well. And they're working really hard with those families and for those families. Um, so yeah, the idea is to keep it going, to make 413 Boricuas a bigger group of folks that are passionate about helping this community and having difficult conversations that aren't being had. This event is taking place this Tuesday, June 12th, beginning at 4 p.m. at Holyoke Veterans Park. Everybody is welcome to attend and support. We are doing our own part as well by spreading the word and also to be another way to have those conversations open because it is important that we as a community get more information and use that information as a way to generate more change supporting from whatever is our geographical situation but also our standing in support of puerto rican families puerto rican folks to help and keep helping because the struggle continues and We have a lot of good and happy stories to share and celebrate, but at the same time, the suffering for others continues or actually is getting worse. Mm. 
thinking about deadlines that are approaching for families that are here uncertain of what is going to happen mm-hmm. come those deadlines. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we still have a lot of families that are in hotels, as I'm hoping a lot of you know this out there, that there are still a lot, a lot of families in hotels um, without really a uh, reassurance of where they're going to go and what their next steps are. I think that part of tomorrow is gathering more minds to come together to address that need. What is our plan as a community to support these families? Because in September, when the hurricane hit, everyone, city officials, um, community members, community agencies, um, were all hands-on and willing to help. And But we're months into this. We are months and months and months into this and the level of commitment has gone way down. We don't see as many folks coming out and saying, oh, we can do this or we can do that or how can we help and how can we continue to have this conversation? Um, We need to continue to put pressure on city, state, federal officials to demand a plan be put in place for these families because we did, we put it out there. We said, we welcome you. We're, We're here, we're willing to help. Talk is cheap. And so it's going to take action, and it's going to take all of us. It's not about working in silos. 413 Boricuas is open for everyone. We're not connected to any one entity. We are literally just a group of, um, so far, all Puerto Ricans <laughs> uh, who have come together and said, you know what, enough is enough. We, we're not just going to spend our weekends doing nothing to help. We're not just going to spend our free time doing nothing. We're going to take some action. And this may seem like a small first step, but it takes that first step to get anything started. And so I welcome uh, other people who are interested, who may have questions, please. We're on Facebook. There's a phone number there that you're welcome to text or call um, if you have any questions or just have a conversation with us right there in the, um, in a, on a forum publicly for everyone to join in on. So that's that's the goal. Naomi, thank you so much for, for sharing this information with us, for organizing and having this mindset of taking things into action from a point of view that goes beyond just the celebration. Not that celebrating is wrong. I guess at some point is another way of therapeutical healing. Mm-hmm. Taking that ownership of identity and celebrate everything that represents culture and presence, visibility. But it's important that we also remember the important issues that we need to take care of as part of this celebration. Right. And it's about different tactics. So I welcome all tactics. I think that it it takes going to the going to the parade and all of that brings visibility. You know, that brings a huge amount of visibility to the issue. The different local agencies working, that is important. But it takes all different strategies and tactics to make any one change. Um, and that's the reality. It's not any one idea that's going to get us through this. Um, and so I welcome everyone. And I thank my friends who have um, been so great to me, Frankie Martinez and Catherine Gonzalez, who have helped me organize this in a weekend. <laughs> I really appreciate their efforts and all of the folks that have um, contacted me with feedback and um, support 
I had my friend Cheryl O'Connell was helping doing a lot of the background work. I really appreciate her. My friend um, Melanie Diaz, um, who's from Springfield, was helping in just support. Um, so I want to just shout them out, and because it's not just Naomi, definitely not. There's a ton of, of you know, there's a nice little group of us who are have come together to bring this together. But we want more people to come together and do this. So please, again, reach out to us and let's have a conversation. This is Naomi Robles, member of 413 Boricuas. And this event, this module happening on Tuesday, June 12th, 4 p.m. at Holyoke Veterans Park with a march that will conclude at Holyoke City Hall, just uh, one block away, that will be having a moment of silence around 6.30 p.m. So everybody in the community is welcome to join and to keep this actions taking place. Naomi, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Johan. And all the information to contact 413 Boricuas and about this event is also available in the posting of this session at radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude this session that has been recorded and produced here in the Plasma Media Lab in the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.